0: Take a breath as you enter the portal of Passages, the podcast, a container of empowerment, guidance, and inspiration to transform wounds and dark places into embodied wisdom and sacred spaces. This podcast includes readings of passages and deep dives into rites of passage with visionary leaders and others who have gone through transformative experiences that empowered and shaped them into who they are today. This is your host, Paul Selo. I welcome you, and I invite you into the space.
1: I know it gets hard. I know you feel lost. I know you want to give up when the times get tough. I know you want to shrivel up and call it quits when the fan shit hits. Keeps on making you trip. But there's a better solution, and you get a choice to make. A self-revolution, and you get to pave the way. So what you gonna do? What you gonna do for you? What you gonna do, do what you gonna do for you? Cause you get a choice to make and you get to pave the way. So, what you gonna do, do what you gonna do for you? Mm. <laughs> mm.
0: Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. What a way to open up, you know, to really get to open up the space into, onto this passage and onto this portal.
1: Mm, You're welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. The, you know, as you were, as you were sharing that there was literally just like so many like chills awakening in my body, in my heart, like in my face, I felt it on my face, you know, and it's so, it's so real that, that specific sensation and that those moments in our lives, right. And, and before I dive to, before I, you know, go fully deep into this because we are, um, what was it that really inspired you to have this be the, the mantra that, you know, the, the movement, the, the love um, for this specific space? Initially,
1: when I wrote it, I was really writing it as a message to uh, my Past partner that I was in the middle of a lot of at the time we were still together, and I was in so much turmoil and chaos with them. And it was just like a moment when I was looking at them as a human, just simply a human, instead of my partner. And Mm -hmm. as I was writing it as like a message to them, it was also because that person was my reflection I was also writing it to myself too you know and we we were in a standstill of like this shit is hard you know it is difficult it has been challenging it hasn't been fun and like what are we gonna do about it you know Mm -hmm. big decisions to make we were a blended family and, and all of that so it was like are we gonna keep trying to do this or are we gonna separate like what what is it going to be you know but looking at it from the perspective of like you're a human and I'm a human and we both deserve fulfillment and and if we're not getting it here then we got to be willing to do what we got to do and
0: and make those big decisions yeah yeah (sighs) wow you know it's the one of the one of the beautiful things and and in that is the what you shared of like choosing to see somebody as a human being, right? Like rather than seeing them as the role that like as a specific role in our lives. And and that, you know, I feel like um, really does create like some type of space for us to see from a different perspective. Right, like because it's when you're in it, and they're playing a role in our lives. When we are playing a specific role in our lives, it can be a little difficult to, um, to see like to see that different perspective. But we can actually see ourselves as human. Hello, right? Like see yeah. ourselves as a human being and not as the roles that we think we're supposed to be playing. Right. And then like, you know, bring that to other people into, you know, our relationships, it actually gives us a space to be like, wait, hold up. Like, what do I get to do for me? Because I have a choice. I have the choice to either continue to do this or to do me or to be a certain way, or I can choose to show up in a way that actually feels good for me. And, and that, you know, like, I feel like that is one of the, like, the realest fucking things that we can actually, like, bring ourselves to, like, in our journey, like, in the passages that we grow through and and evolve from, you know, and so how, like, how did you feel that that specifically, like, landed for, for you in that moment?
1: When I wrote it?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: For me, it was it was one of those reminder moments because me looking at this person as a human, like I've had to do that in so many other areas and so many other relationships in my life. Not like you said, not looking at them as the role. I did the same thing with my mom. Mm-hmm. And I for the longest time, I held her up to that title, but you're my mom, you're supposed to be my mom, you're supposed to be here for me, you're supposed to be in my life, because you're my mom. But when I was able to look at her, like, you are a human who has so much healing to do. You're a human on your own journey, you came with your own parents and your own background and your own experiences. And when I can look at you when I can disconnect, my myself from any type of expectations from you, because you're my mom, or even with him, because you're my partner, it gives me more freedom to explore the different perceptions and perspectives and, and just outlooks that I have with those people that allows me to achieve a different emotion in whatever the situation is you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So for me, it was just one of those, it it was a reminder for me, like, this is how we, we should show up with, with people in general, you know, with celebrities, with leaders, all of these people, at the end of the day, we're human. Mm -hmm. This is humanity. And being able to look at people through that lens, not you're the icon, you're the president, you're the, you know, the singer songwriter, you're the famous designer, whatever it is, you're my man, you're my mom. At the end of the day, everyone's just human. So mm-hmm. like when you strip all the titles off, like, and, and you think of humans and how we are and in our natural flaws and our imperfections and our, and our highs and lows and our ebbs and flows, There's a different level of grace and love and compassion that you're able to show up in when you take all of those layers off and you see it for what it actually is, a human.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you just took us around (laughs) town. (laughs) Yeah, and you know the... The one of the beautiful, you know, one of the beautiful things just from um, that I want to point out from, you know, from the passage that you shared and. And in how it relates to our, our lives, right? And the way in which we move through our lives. And, and it's the ability to, and I and I feel and I see this in you. And I see this in you again and again and again. And I think it's one of the most beautiful things that a human actually has the power to do. And it's the, the power to create and the power to really transform like these, these difficult conversations with ourselves, you know, those difficult moments in our lives that are just like, fuck. Like, they're so real. And when we can, you know, and you tune into it and and you have that conversation and you make fucking art out of it. And and that is such a beautiful thing. And I want to you know i i know i know briefly but i really want to um you know bring some light into what that journey has been like for you to um to to grow up as as you as the i can only imagine you you as like a little a little baby and and really just like being so loving and like incredible and witty and creative and intuitive And how does that, like, how does it get to you beginning to really take this leap into making fucking art? I feel it in my body, like, making art out of your life. Can you take us there?
1: Well, I'm incredibly grateful for my father. Mm -hmm. Because... I didn't have my mom in my life. And so my dad raised me as a single father my whole life. And I was his only child. So it was just me and my dad my whole life. And my dad was a skydiver. He still (laughs) is a skydiver. (laughs) My dad's a skydiver. And so from a very early, early age, my dad programmed me with like, the sky's the limit, you know? always. I remember he would always tell me when I was a little kid, um, he he would just tell me constantly how much he supported me and how much he was always going to be there for me and that he was going to put me in the Willy Wonka glass elevator and shoot me through the roof. And so I'm grateful that I was raised with that program of no limitation. You could do whatever you want. You could have whatever you want. You could be whatever you want. You could create whatever you want. And so I carried that with me my whole life. And it was that, that was really so deeply embedded into my subconscious. However, growing up, I had so many layers of trauma that buried it over time. But once I started to heal and clear that trauma and that subconscious, that that OG subconscious program of the confidence and the, the limitlessness was able to be seen because I had shed all of the layers. That's when I started to create things for my soul because I I created things before that, but I created so many things for my ego for a big chunk of my life before I did my healing. And so it it connected me so much more to my purpose as far as how I wanted to serve people, especially after I had my, after I had Vakai, but it's just been unraveling myself layer by layer, exploring my gifts, tapping into my purpose of what, what I wanted to bring people who I wanted to serve, who I felt called to serve more. That was more like it, not necessarily who I just wanted to serve, who I felt called to serve, who God was telling me to serve Mm -hmm. and which, which parts of myself I needed to share in order to serve them. And Mm. so just continuously stepping further and further into that and allowing it to come out through events, allowing the messages that I knew impacted my being and, and my healing, creating events to share those messages. Because if I needed that message, then other women needed that message, too. So creating growth, promoting atmospheres to share the information that was essentially the catalyst for my growth, and then exploring myself even more through that avenue, Mm -hmm. and getting to the point where I wanted to create conscious music, because prior to my healing, I was creating a lot of unconscious music. And so Everything that I've created and everything that I've really brought to the world is an extension of my own healing, of my own growth, of my own unraveling and my own expansion in so many ways. So I'd say that's the biggest thing, because like I said, once you take off the trauma, once you take off all the other things, all of the shit that gets in the way, you're you're pure to create you're more pure to create and to give and to share and and all all of those things so that's that's been the biggest
0: thing for me throughout this journey yeah I love that you know it's it reminds me it reminds me of this of this story about the um, the golden buddha I don't know if you've ever heard it before um but the the golden buddha I'm man you know i'm i'm gonna i'm probably gonna butcher this but i'm gonna do my best i'm gonna do my best on this and and the story of the golden buddha is um obviously this golden this golden buddha that was protected and worshiped by thai monks for like thousands and thousands of years and when the when you know, they were, they began to get in, they began to get invaded for their gold. They were the, the monks were like, we need to protect this Buddha. They're going to see that if it's this gold and then they're just going to take it, they're going to destroy and they're going to melt it. So what they did is that they covered it up with clay in order to protect it. So they covered it up with clay and, you know, it was like, layers on top of layers on top of layers and they were able to keep it safe and they were able to continue to worship it and to protect it for like you know even more years to come and so then it came the time where they were going to be moving this golden buddha over to a temple to a new temple because it was time to you know, step into a new space and a new phase um, of society and and all these things. And when they began to move it, the clay began to crack. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the monks were like, oh my God, no, it's cracking, it's breaking. And then there was this like an OG monk, you know, and he was like, let it crack, let it fall, right? And so it began to fall, like the clay began to fall away. And there was just like beams of light just shining through every single part of the clay that was breaking. And then suddenly they're like, oh my God, this was a golden Buddha all along. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it, it like, it really ties into, it really ties into this conversation because it's like we innately as human beings are, are so creative and we have this ability to create, to move, to love, to, we have all of these incredible virtues, I would say within us, but our trauma, right. It's kind of like that clay that we get, we we put on top of ourselves in order to maybe keep ourselves safe for X amount of years. And then when it's time to grow, when it's time that the world says, yo, you got to make some healing music for the world and share what's inside of your heart. We're going to need to like, really like, you know, take down all of this clay and, and let your goldenness shine through. Right. Right. And it's, and it's that beautiful story. And so it sounds, and, and from what you've shared, right. Like having, like having motherhood, being uh, such a huge rite of passage for you. And I feel like it it truly is um, for for so many women, I would say, you know, all women in general, but I feel that the way in which you um, you let that mold you has been such a beautiful way. And so can you, can you tell us a little bit more about that rite of passage and how that motherhood just opened you up to this raw, yeah. incredible love?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So It's funny because when I had my personal spiritual awakening, like my very first spiritual awakening ever, I never planned on sharing anything. I never planned on speaking, teaching. I never planned on spreading the knowledge. I was just using it and applying it to my own life. And when I had my son, it was just so heavy on my heart that, there were so many women who were bringing children into the world Mm. who didn't do the type of work that I did. And I would always think to myself, like, gosh, can you imagine? I'm, I would say, I'm so grateful that I'm having my son as who I am now because can you imagine if I would have had him as who I used to be? Mm. And so it just, it, when I became a mother, it hit me so much, the role of, the mother, the mm-hmm. role of the women to nurture humanity, to, mm-hmm. to obviously we, we grow and, and build and, and birth the baby. But once they're here, we're the nurturers, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I was just thinking about how that old version of myself was. There was nothing about me that was nurturing. I was so wounded. I couldn't nurture anything. And I knew I'm like, wow, there are so many women out here who are in that same space. They're Mm -hmm. not even nurturing themselves. They're not even wise enough themselves. They're not even healed enough themselves. They're not, you know, they don't have what they need to be great in order to raise great seeds. Mm -hmm. And so it, I remember at the time it was just like, it was, it was just deep, deep calling on my heart that we needed to heal the mothers of humanity. Hmm. And, and that's a huge, huge piece of healing humanity because the mothers are, we're we're the portals and, and the subconscious is start starts being starts being programmed in the womb through the emotions that the mothers are feeling through the thoughts that they're thinking through the foods that they're eating. And so for me, I was just like, wow, I must share what I know to these women. And I don't know everything, but what I do know is more than enough to Mm -hmm. start to create a shift in our generation in this generation of mothers, so that the future generations, the kid, those kids are already going to be a step above mentally, emotionally, energetically, spiritually, all of those things. And so to me, it was just so important, like in order. And and I'm sure so many men feel this way, but because I'm a woman, for me, I felt called to help heal the feminine, Mm -hmm. to help uplift the feminine. And so yeah becoming a mother just really really gave a deeper deeper sense of meaning to the role of the woman in Mm -hmm. existence you know Mm -hmm. yeah that that was i remember how loud it was too so loud it it was it it filled my entire being with conviction because i came from a broken unhealed mother Who came from a broken, unhealed mother? Who came from a broken, unhealed mother? And so at the end of the day, everybody wants to live in a better world. Everyone wants the world to be a better place, but they're not realizing that it starts with us. It starts with families. Mm -hmm. It starts with the nuclear family, the mothers, the fathers, you know, it really does start here. So that was a huge thing for me back then. And essentially that's what opened the gateway for me to say, okay, I'm going to share my wisdom. I'm going to share my knowledge and I'm going to share my art and have it reach as many people as it possibly can.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, there's, excuse me, you're <laughs> just like cranking my nose. Um But you know, there's there's so much there's so many layers to to what you just shared right now, and and the aspect of you really like having that awareness the moment that you and I would be curious to know even just what thought like you had in that moment where you you discovered you know that that you were pregnant that you were gonna have your son and to really stand. To stand in that moment and say, thank God that I'm here as who I am now with the awareness that I have. Thank God I can look back and say, damn, like I've fucking, I've healed and I've worked through some shit and I've like dissolved and I stopped a lot of patterns and a lot of, um, you know, generational cycles. And in this moment, I have the ability to, to move forward in a new way. Right. And I, in that, like in that moment, right. Like in that moment, because I feel like this is like, this is such a powerful, such a powerful rite of passage that I I really want to be able to highlight um, for women in general, because women have the, the power, the infinite power of creation right like that reflection of mother earth like the power to create and the power to create as a reflection of the soil of our bodies of our hearts and of our minds right so in that moment for you what was like what was the the specific, if you can remember, right? Like, if you can take us into that room with you, if you can take us into that specific moment where you discovered that you were, in fact, not you were going to be a mother. You are, you were a mother. Like, at that point, you was a mother already, right? (laughs) Like, (laughs) you were already a mother. And so what was that, like, what was that specific moment for you?
1: You mean, like, when i found out yeah. um, that my son was coming yeah honestly at that moment that that to me that that wasn't the most sacred of moments honestly mm-hmm. for me it it that to me didn't feel like the rite of passage if you will mm-hmm. and it was it wasn't until he was born Mm -hmm. that I felt it Mm -hmm. and it and I I got pregnant young so it didn't feel and then I got pregnant in a peak season of my songwriting career Mm -hmm. so it didn't feel you know like it was sacred or a blessing like immediately it felt like that over time Mm -hmm. but really I'd say that initial, like truly, the, the real rite of passage for me was was when I was in labor giving birth to him.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and I just remember like tapping into my power as his mother, as mm. his mom. You know, the 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 woman who's bringing this life into the world. And I remember I was pushing. And I heard so many stories of women say, like, you feel like this when it's time to push. I never had those feelings. Like I never, my body wasn't ready for birth. It was so weird. I was in labor for three days and I was exhausted by the time it was time to push him out. And I pushed for an hour to get him out, Mm. an hour to get him out. (laughs) And I. I just remember this moment when I was pushing and I remember having this moment of just like, oh, despair, this pure moment of despair where I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) It was my third day being in labor. And I like that is, that's a long time to be in labor. And I was so tired. I just remember like wanting to give up, honestly wanting to give up and then I thought to myself you're the only one who can get him out of here you don't want them to do it you know you're the only one who can get him out in the the way that you want him to come I didn't want a c-section I didn't want none of that I wanted him to move through my birth canal and so I remember that moment of just like, you are his mother, he is your child, and you are the only one who's going to bring him into this world. You're the only one. This is up to you right now, that radical responsibility. And yeah. I, it was like, it happened so fast in my mind, that conversation. And after that, I was just like, a whole new energy came over me, and it was that responsibility. It was the mother truly activated, you know. And I pushed him out, and he came into the world. <laughs> and, <laughs> and there you have six. it. <laughs> and there we have it. Now he's six.
0: Wow! Wow! Yeah. You know, as you were as you were sharing that, as you were sharing that, I thought about like the the your the mantra that you shared at the beginning, right. Of like those, those moments where you're just like, ah, like you really just want to give up. And then it's like, but you have that choice because only you can, only you can choose it. Only you can choose the next step forward. And like how that, um, just how that message right just how that message and that wisdom has like weaved through your life and through what you do and in the different aspects of of creation of unification of relationship right like all these things and and you know your your passion like the passion that you have and the the stand that you are choosing to, to, to declare for yourself and for women, right? Like around, around the world to really um, come to this like moment of healing in which they can birth incredible Things from such a raw and and beautiful um, soil, ultimately, right? And and how that how that brings us into like a conversation about humanity. Right. Because I know you're really this is something that I know for a fact, like I really want to be able to dive into this with you because the the not only the passion that you have, but the knowledge and the the steps walked and the life lived like as a mother and like in in having so many, um, not so many, but having the perspective that you have in life, coming where you come from, having the experiences that you've had and in having the awareness that you have ultimately right when it comes to the healing of our collective the healing of our humanity and the way in which i would say i mean shit like it's been going on for a long time but more predominantly the the time that we are in right now it's like a moment like it does have a feeling of like fuck man fuck right and 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 bringing in that i really feel it i'm i really feel it right now as i as i share that you know and, and really bringing in that um that humanness and that that realness within ourselves to choose to move forward and heal so that we can birth a better today Shit and having that ripple into, you know, a better tomorrow and so on for the generations to come. And so um, I want you to, you know, I would love to, I would love, I want you to, I want, I do want you to, (laughs) actually I do. Um, But, you know, I'm curious as your, like what your intake in the, the, the womanhood and the essence of a mother, the essence of choice the essence of healing, like, plays into this transformation that gets to happen for humanity?
1: You mean, like, with everything, like, in the current state that we're in now?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: I truly believe that mothers and fathers, parents, the, the, the guardians, the guides, right now the, those of us who can see we are the keepers of the culture mm. we are the keepers of the culture because we are in an, a, a forced involuntary shift that is take that is trying to take us so far away from our natural state, from Mm -hmm. our God given state, from Mm -hmm. our, our ancient wisdom. Mm -hmm. And as a mother, for me, it's so important. It's just like, it's just like the ancestors telling stories over time, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, you tell those stories over time. There's a reason why the ancestors teach the children and tell the stories and all of that. It's because they're, they're literally keeping the culture. They're, they're, they're preserving the culture lineage by lineage. And, and I feel like that is so much of our role mm-hmm. as mothers, as, as guardians, as guides to, to make sure that we instill those fundamental ancient truths within mm-hmm. our children so that it doesn't get lost in the technology, in the metaverse, mm-hmm. in all of these new things, in the digital world. Mm-hmm. So that the true, you know, the, the, the human blood to soil doesn't get lost.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, I
1: feel like that, that really is our duty at this time, Mm -hmm. but to even be able to do that, we must be awake. We must be aware. We must be informed. We must know the true essence of not just who we are, but what we are as beings, Mm. We must know our connection to our planet truly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because when you don't, that's when there's no honoring of the vessel. There's no honoring of the spirit and the soul. Mm -hmm. You're simply existing and enjoying and being entertained. And, you know, all of those things, you're just experiencing constantly moving life seeking pleasure in all forms whether that be food entertainment partnerships whatever type of you're just constantly seeking to feel good mm-hmm. but there's no purpose there mm-hmm. when you have that when you develop that within yourself you can teach that to your children who eventually are going to come up in a world that's trying to give them even more than what's being pushed to us right now
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm mm-hmm so we are the keepers of the culture we Mm. must lay those foundations so that this doesn't get lost Mm -hmm. Uh, on on all the levels and I love seeing so many of my my mamas out there like um A sister of mine who's an herbalist who takes her kids with her on her nature walks when she goes wild harvesting and Mm -hmm. you know just just the true like the the natural way of life Mm -hmm. we have to preserve it it's Mm -hmm. we're in major transition where where it could get lost if we don't preserve it Mm -hmm. even breastfeeding yeah all of these (laughs) things Seriously, yeah. you know, formulas—you could just go buy formula off of a shelf these days. There's no need to breastfeed if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. But even with that being available, I always had an issue with that. I always felt like because it's so readily available, mm-hmm. that there, its its not a—it's—it's uh, it's not necessary to create that connection between mother and child in that sacred way that we were designed to. Mm -hmm. There's so much right now in in our culture, there has been so many things that have strategically been placed and created within our culture, within our society to separate child from mother, separate Mm -hmm. child from father, to destroy the nuclear family Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because that that's the natural way Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the the children being connected to their parents Mm -hmm. and on the smallest levels we've been so so separated from from natural way for so long that -hmm. it's continuously happening more and more and more and it's only going to get more. When the VR headsets come into place and everyone's <laughs> looking, and, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's just like, or you, you know, it's it, it it's a it's a really important responsibility for us to teach our young, and that doesn't even have to be children that you birth. It could be yeah. children that you that you adopt. It could be. Your, your nieces and nephews. It could be just children need to be taught the natural way. They need to know both.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, I love, I love, there was one distinction that you shared that I, that I really, really appreciated. And the fir- with the first one is like really keeping, like keeping the culture, right? It's just like you're, you're holding the vision. You're holding the vision. And for those of you, for those of you that are watching, whether and, and listening, whether you are a parent or you know, if you're alive, you got a parent, believe it or not. Right. And and so you can you can really begin to see how the storylines that your parents held influence you. Influence you in in your life, and in the way in how you choose to either adopt that or reframe that will influence the generations to come, and and that's the that's the idea of like really holding the vision, right? Like that's when I feel like when we say and when I say specifically the, the the phrase of holding the vision, it's like to really hold a vision in which we all get to X, Y, and Z, right? And that will that is, is different for everybody. Everybody has, you know, gets to hold um, their own vision and really keeping a, a culture that at a baseline, like you're sharing, gets to have a sense of humanity and human connection um, that, that is, that is at the roots of it. And the, the, the second one that you shared was the, the distinction of like, it's not only important for us to, to know who we are, but to know what we are. And because when we know what we are, we I, I feel like when you share that, it really did open up like a whole new spectrum for me as far as like, because we can, okay, this is who I am. And then it's like, I think that that is supports at an individualistic level that is supportive you know, it's still good to, to have and be aware of, but when we bring it to like what we are as like, as a collective consciousness and the, the aspect that we hold and the role that we play in that, that's like, whoa, like I'm actually like a part of a whole jam. And that definitely ignites a lot more, um, uh, motivation and responsibility like inspired not burden, but inspired responsibility like as you know as a fragment of of source ultimately right? right and what I what I loved in in that distinction is that when we can know that we are less distracted right like we're less distracted to all of the you know all the things that were that are being bombarded to us and like out of. I want I to say the daily basis, but it's like on a second basis, you know, and there is a there's actually a quote by William Martin, and I have my own version of it, but I'm going to share it. <laughs> I'm going to share my own version, but still give him credit. And it is that when when one is not connected to oneself, and in this case, to who they are, or what they are, they become like a stray dog at a convention of whistlers. Mm-hmm. And it's this idea of like, the more and more that the, the fathers and the mothers, the feminine, the masculine, goes through the, go through this um, passage of healing, Of understanding and seeing who they are what they are then they can actually play a more secure role that is less distracted by any um any intentional like actions of of separation right it really brings us into this this wholeness within ourselves and and for you to express this in such a like in such a raw and like real way i feel like it's so important for for us to really get to fully receive that you know to fully receive the 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 understanding that yo we get to do this work because if we don't they gonna do it for us you straight know straight up
1: <laughs> <laughs> straight up yeah if we don't mold ourselves they will mold us. Or if we don't mold our children, they will mold our children. Mm-hmm.
0: What, whatever
1: we don't do, it will get done in some other type of way, in some other shape or form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. Yeah. That's yeah. why, like children who don't have, you know, certain role models, they may not get raised by a family, but they end up getting raised by these streets. Mm-hmm. The streets literally raise them. That's how they grow up. That's how they get programmed, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's going to get done in some way, shape or form, but is it going to get done properly? That's the question.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And when you know, when you say um, just to like give it, you know, give a little bit more context here, like Um, I feel that when you're, when you're saying, right, like be done, like be done properly. I feel like that's ultimately like, have it be done in a way that is human, like have that, have that be done in a way in which there is human connection, a way in which love is at the center, a way in which, you know, understanding and, and compassionate is really gets to, to lead the way to actually, um, create more unification, Rather than you know separations of our collective, because you know I'm like I could we could literally we could really go into this right now. I'm getting hot, like you know because uh, this is you know I I won't I won't go too deep. I won't go too deep into this, but that is how um, you know that that's that's the root of what is ultimately falling away now right? Like falling away in our world and then coming to light in our world is the roots of separation. And I feel like as, as, as human beings, right? Like I definitely for show myself have fragmented myself and separated myself in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And, and the journey of healing, right? It's really what has kind of like put me back together in a way in which my, my soil is a lot more Bartle for growth and, and for creation. Right. And so for, you know, for you specifically, like as we as as we're walking as we're walking through this passage and i want all of you that are listening to this to really get to picture like i want to paint you this picture of we are walking through this portal together we're really walking through this portal together and you're receiving this information and you're receiving this awakening in yourselves of awareness of who you are and as our guest is sharing what you are plays a part in the whole of creation. And when you bring yourself to that, I want you to notice whether you are being inspired or if that feels like holy fucking shit, that feels like a lot. And if that's the case, and if that's the case, um, I want to just really encourage you to take a moment and, and simply give yourself, A moment of of grace and understanding that by you simply listening to this, by you being in this space, not just this one, but in the space in which you are opening your your consciousness and your awareness and you're opening up your heart and receiving messages of growth and love and unification, you're in the right place and, and you're playing your part. You're doing your part. And and I just want to actually just take a moment to thank all of you for being here and for listening, because as we were as we've been talking about, it is so important um, to be aware of what you're allowing yourself to be influenced by. So thank you for allowing us to influence (laughs) your life. (laughs) We do not take that lightly.
1: (laughs) To add on to that, to add on to that. Just going back to the passage when it says, um, you get a choice to make and you get to pave the way. You get to, even when it does feel like, wow, that's a lot of pressure. Even when it feels like that, at the end of the day, you get to, you get to to make these decisions. You get to step into that that role in that space, you know, and and what a, what an honor it could be mm. if you if you really saw the sacredness of it. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So just to throw that in there.
0: Throw Is it in it, there. Yeah. It's sacred.
1: It's an honor. It's an it, honor. It, it it could be thrilling. It could be depending on how you're viewing it, you know, and and yeah, sometimes it's challenging sometimes it's hard you're learning throughout the process however you get to learn you get to experience it all this is the human experience you know and Mm -hmm. it's at the end of the day it's all it's all
0: pretty fucking glorious (laughs) yeah Yeah. it is it definitely is. is. yeah and Mm -hmm. that's I love that. Thank you so much for, you know, for bringing that, for bringing that in like that. It's what an honor, what an honor, what an honor it is to, to show up and, and to, you know, to do the work of, of healing, of creating, of turning like moments of pain into moments of art and moments of creation that, that ultimately, right like you allow yourself to be molded by the love and and not the pain right and so um now as we've as as we walk through this passage and and you really getting to to share with us the you know the story of the passage you shared and and how it's so important to really get to see people in our lives and especially seeing ourselves not as roles, but rather as humans um, on this earth that come from many different, many different um walks of life. And how that like can really give um space for grace and understanding so that we can actually create an impact, a, a transformation you know, in those spaces in our life and, and then bringing it to this aspect of becoming a mother, like really acknowledging, like going through your life, like you're peaking, like you're young, you're like peaking at your, like, you know, your, your artistic, like life, like you're singing, you're doing the damn thing. And then you're like, Oh snap. The whole world gets like stops. It stops maybe it's beginning to tilt upside down, maybe sideways, maybe all the ways, you know, in so many different ways. And then it brings you into this like moment of birthing your son and saying, holy shit, like I want to give up. But in this moment, only only I can birth him the way that I desire for him and that I know from my body and from my connected intuition to him, what will be best for him right and then that brings you into this beautifully opens you up to being who you are to saying holy shit like mothers get to know this mothers get to heal mothers get to move mothers get to create and and we get to hold this collective vision of keeping the culture of humanity of human connection of of human intimacy of understanding of like God, it's just such a beautiful thing. And which brings us to this point. Cause now we're like, we've walked this whole portal. Right. Full of like little conversations here. And then we covered all the way around town. Right. But we could in the amount of time and we, we stopped walking. Right. We stopped walking. We just kind of look back and we're like, Holy shit. (sighs) Damn, we walked all of that. Right. We walked all of that. I did. I I walked there. I went there. (laughs) I was there. That was me. You know, Mm -hmm. and so which brings me to the question now here is that who are you today? Today,
1: I am Melanie Peralta. Sound healing artist and transformational coach. I'm the creator of the Movie Mantra Project. I am the creator of Womanhood, a Woman's Community, and I am human as fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that are not like watching this and you're listening to this, I wish I could show you the humanist book. <laughs> it's like she she served it to you on a silver platter, right? <laughs> she served you some humanness with her hands uh, and it's her essence.
1: True. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. You know, and that's, yeah, that's me. It, That's you. And it's so, 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 so incredible. It's so incredible. And I'm so, I'm so honored. I'm so honored to, to get to know you and to know that you are, you're out there in the world, you know, it's like I was I was sharing in a previous interview today. I was like, you know, I think of the people that are that are coming on to have these conversations and are coming into this coming into this space and I can literally like close my eyes, go to sleep and be like, all right, like they're out there doing their thing. I'm going to be all right and I'm going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be okay right Mm -hmm. like to really to really have that and I'm I'm so grateful for you and and the work that you're doing not only as a sound healing artist like bringing forth like just this conscious music that really gets to fuel and and create worlds for people of of healing of connection to their bodies to themselves and as well as like the the experiences like the coaching containers that you create for women to really get to um rewire their their consciousness and their belief systems their patterns and the the communities as well like the the, the spaces that, that you create for for women to come together and to, you know, to be empowered in that way. And it's, it's so beautiful. And I'm, I'm so honored to, you know, to get to weave like to get to weave in all of that with you, you know, and for, for those of you, for those of you that are listening, um, I really want to encourage you to take all of this in, like really take all of this in and and see if there's like, maybe parts of yourself that you're not allowing yourself to be human, you know? And if you're thinking that you're, you need to be playing a certain role in that certain role, it's just like, fuck, like, it's just, you know, it's, it's really starting to take from you rather than give to you, just give yourself a moment of grace and remember like Melanie shared, like you have the power to choose and to pave the way (laughs) and to really give your way. And so Melanie now that I can I can share your name you're you're out the secret is out it's Melanie Parata, <laughs> <laughs> and what is what is one thing about if you could if you could speak to being human you could speak to just this the passage of like be like of just being real being human being raw if you could channel humanness in this moment like what would how would that be expressed and what does that mean to you
1: so funny I think of it like I, I think of it like a canvas mm. because being human, it, there's so many forms. There's so many, so many shades. There's so many colors and the I, I, I was just recently gifted a painting and um, I can see that underneath the initial painting that I have now it started out completely different and over time the artist who gave it to me added extra layers and extra colors and extra splats and extra swipes and how it started isn't how it ended mm-hmm. and this painting looked so many different ways before it actually got to me mm-hmm. and I plan on adding some things to it and, and putting a frame around it and all of these things so for me it really is just pure expression. Mm-hmm. Human, being a human is, is just infinite expressions of, of energy, of source through this vessel. But so many different swipes. One day we're pink. One day we're blue. One day it's it's a swipe. One day it's a splatter and, and last the last time I, I was at the canvas, it was completely different, and, and today I'm in a different mood, so I'm going to add a different layer to it. And and as this as this masterpiece continues to unfold, I will decide when it's finished. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> like being human is being an art piece in the making, forever unfolding.
1: Yeah, just that infinite expression, all of it too, the blacks and the 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 blues and you know every shade that it could possibly be.
0: Yeah. Every shade. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Wow. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Melanie, for, for taking us on. And, and for those, again, for those of you that are listening um, and you're resonating with, with Melanie and the work that she's doing, you know, um, how can they get in contact with you? The best two
1: ways to connect with me are my Instagram at it's Melanie Peralta underscore or my website, melanieperalta.com. So I mostly most of my things are on Instagram, since that's all real time content being posted. I would say that's probably the best way to get connected with mm-hmm. me. But um, Melanie Peralta dot com is also available.
0: Mm, beautiful. And you'll have and you'll see it, that that'll be here on the on the links provided to you. So thank you so much, Melanie, for, You're for welcome. being here. Thank you. Yeah, for walking, for walking this passage with with all of us. And thank you all for listening. And if this resonates with you, then you want to hear more. Continue to tune in and also share with your people.
1: Tell the people <laughs> what's
0: up. You know? Share the wisdom. The- <laughs> share the wisdom, share the love. And thank you again. Thank you for allowing this space and this portal to be something that influences and empowers you on your path and on your passage. And thank you all so much. I will see you and talk with you next time. Much love. Take a deep breath as you exit the portal of Passages the Podcast. May these readings of passages and deep dives into rites of passage continue to empower you in every single breath and every single step that you take. From this moment until the next passage, may your path forever be blessed.